This edition of the USCC Expo Experience on CannabisRadio.com is brought to you by Regulated Solutions, your partner for producing compliant cannabis and hemp brand events. Learn more at RegulatedSolutions.com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience. Featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to the USCC Expo Experience here on CannabisRadio.com. Today, in our feature interview segment, we're going to speak with the folks from Vireo Health International. It is a physician-founded multi-state cannabis company operating in Minnesota, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Rhode Island, and Ohio, and is managing a rapidly expansing, expanding excuse me, national footprint of manufacturing facilities and retail dispensaries. Our guest today is Vireo Health CEO, CEO and founder, Dr. Kyle Kingsley. Dr. Kingsley was inspired to create Vireo after serving on the front lines of the opioid epidemic in emergency rooms across Minnesota and saw the positive impact for medical cannabis patients. And so today, Vireo continues to remain focused on the medical cannabis market, more so than recent cannabis company IPOs. So again, we're here with Dr. Kyle Kingsley. Dr. Kyle, thanks for joining us here on the show. My pleasure. Good afternoon. Well, my pleasure. I really, really appreciate you being with us and being a part of the USC Expo experience. So Dr. Kyle, you're a board-certified emergency medicine physician, serial entrepreneur, inventor, and you were inspired to launch Vireo after encountering, as we mentioned at the top, numerous patients who successfully use cannabis to effectively alleviate pain and suffering. I wanted to take a quote that I uh, took from some of our research from Market Exclusive, and you said this, quote, we believe that science will drive the lion's share of long-term opportunities in the cannabis industry, from novel, efficient, scaled processing equipment to proprietary consumer products and our expansive intellectual property portfolio, Vireo has positioned itself as the cannabis company of the future. Please expand for us on that statement, if you will. Absolutely. You know, as a multi-state operator, uh, we, we sort of have to participate in this aggressive uh, land grab and you know, uh, access to, to different markets. But I, I feel like that's fairly short-sighted if that's kind of your entire strategy. Uh, you know, it's my opinion that developing you know, meaningful proprietary products uh, that are going to you know, retain their margins long term and provide a, you know, better outcomes for patients and customers, that, that's, a, that's a much more meaningful path. The, the lack of kind of intellectual property development, the gaps that we've seen in, in the cannabis space uh, are truly mind-blowing. And to me, that's really the, the, the disproportionate opportunity uh, for Vireo Health and, frankly, for the cannabis uh, industry at large. One thing that fascinated me about Vireo Health is the diversity of some of your top executives. And I know a lot of people, this is kind of a buzzword that's out there, especially in the business world. So your chief financial officer is Amber Shimpa, prior to joining Vireo Health, she was a vice president of a $1.6 billion bank focused on commercial nationwide lending. Jennifer Dewey, she's your chief security officer with over 17 years of law enforcement security experience at the private, local, and federal levels and served 14 years for the federal government as a criminal investigator and special agent with departments of justice, treasury, and homeland security. Wow. So talk to me about how all this diverse professional experience and of course with yours in the medical industry 
uh, how it all encompasses into what you're doing at Fear Your Health. Yeah, you know, women play a, a disproportionately large role uh, throughout Drio's leadership. Our CFO, uh, our uh, uh, chief security officer, our vice president of retail, and actually three of our seven board members are women. Wow. And so I have three uh, three sisters. Uh, I uh, it, it's it's interesting for us. This was sort of a organic thing that happened naturally. It wasn't a contrived kind of right. you know effort to quote unquote make ourselves diverse. This is really just a, a natural kind of outcome for, for the Vireo process, which is you know find the best people for the position. And uh, you know we're fortunate. We are we are stacked with women and, and uh, diversity kind of throughout our ranks. And that's the best part. And, and I, I totally agree with that. It's not uh, you know there's the idea I guess that can be said I'm saying this alone that there might be some social constructs that might recommend a bit of conformity within the cannabis industry, but it's really based on performance. And like you said, you know, it's the best people that perform and really know and have that expertise that really stand out. But it's openness to whoever comes into the door that can definitely contribute. I'm totally 100% in lockstep with you on that. Now, in an article in thestreet.com, they talked about Virio's primary channels of service. So to give a full overview of what your company does, and please you know, let me know if I'm stepping out a little bit here. As of current, what I have here, Vero has dispensaries in New York, Minnesota, Arizona, New Mexico, and more to come in Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, New Mexico, Massachusetts, and potentially California. You have a home delivery service, which is in parts of New York state with plans to add home delivery in Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and more states. Then there's Vero wholesale launched in Pennsylvania. will soon launch in New York state and Maryland. So, you being part of this company, obviously so many different pieces to go along. How are you managing all these pipelines and all this growth? And where do you want to eventually want to be when it comes to the national landscape? Yeah, we're a little bit different in that absolutely everything that we do has one eye towards the future. So, you know, for example, cultivation, we're definitely opportunistic cultivators. Uh, but absent some really significant kind of technological and, and cost changes, um, you know, it, I don't know that cultivation is a winning game. I believe that you know, large swaths of cannabis cultivation are going to be move out, moved outdoors uh, at agricultural scale, uh, similar to other agricultural commodities, sort of the bulk oils, the bulk cannabinoids are going to be produced outdoors. Not only that, but it seems unlikely to me that you're going to take this tropical or subtropical plant and, you know, grow it thousands of miles north of the equator in these cold climates in capital intensive infrastructure like greenhouses or warehouses. Um, you know, boutique bud is a different thing. Uh, that's definitely not our strength, but we're interested in states in Southern latitudes where you can grow this outdoors at scale. We're interested in Puerto Rico uh, just because I think in the future, as, as we, as this fully commoditizes, you're going to need economies of scale if you're going to continue to play in the cultivation space. Um, you mentioned a lot of other paths. Yes. Uh, we're, we're very keen, and obviously we have dispensaries that is a substantial opportunity to get patients access via, via retail footprint. But you need to embrace the future of retail, which is going to be much more uh, you know, e-commerce inclined. Home delivery is huge in New York. My understanding is we're the largest home delivery service in the five boroughs of, and Long Island. Uh, we were the first home delivery service there. And so that's a major focus. Also, e-commerce capabilities are dispensaries, you know, quick pickup. Um, things like this, uh, you know, online shopping, that sort of thing is, is critical if you're going to survive in the retail uh, environment. The other big thing on retail is, you know, it, it's, it's my experience that not a lot of operators have taken the time to professionalize the dispensary experience. 
And it seems like very low hanging fruit. You know, I have a ton of admiration for the kind of quote unquote butt tenders knowledge set. And, you know, the, the, I have a lot of respect for the decades of experience that kind of the Western states have developed with various strains, et cetera. That being said, uh, I have even more respect for scientific process in really educating, you know, our pharmacy technicians on the nuts and bolts of the medicine and science. And so what we're trying to do is fuse our world, which is medical medicine, you know, science, professionalism with the best of the cannabis industry. And I think that's going to give you the best experience for the widest range of customers uh, throughout, throughout cannabis, be it medical, health and wellness or adult use. And everybody wants that professionalism and that expertise. So we focus on the company internally itself. I do want to ask you one question that's just a little bit out here that would be somewhat related, but I thought I'd like to get your feedback on. A little bit of current news. So New York state lawmakers are considering legalizing marijuana for recreational use, adult use. Governor Andrew Cuomo proposed a plan that would allow for a limited amount of homegrown cannabis plants, but only for those who have a diagnosis allowing them to use marijuana for medical purposes. The state's three-year-old medical marijuana program has, until now, not allowed homegrown cannabis. Versions of the legalization plans have been introduced both to the Assembly and the Senate, and they do appear to authorize up to six plants to be cultivated for private use. Those bills make no reference to limiting it for medical use. Now, Virio is a member of the New York Medical Cannabis Industry Association, and obviously a lot of things that you're doing are based in, you have a lot of things going on within New York State, and your company, if everything gets legalized, would be get to be one of the first retailers should adult use cannabis be legalized in New York. What are you hearing? What do you think about what policymakers are coming up with homegrown cannabis? All this here, have you had a chance to communicate with the state of New York on all this? What can you tell us? Absolutely. So I'm a little bit of an outlier, and my opinion on this particular topic is not going to make me um, very popular amongst, quote-unquote, kind of the big cannabis players. Right. Uh, but I think it will will be endearing to uh, the advocates. Uh, I support home growth, uh, home, home cultivation of cannabis. I, um, and this is purely from kind of socioeconomic arguments. There's no more accessible way, more affordable way for people to access cannabis than, than home cultivation. Now, I think that needs to be balanced with a very well-regulated uh, set of manufacturers that are selling to the public. Uh, I think a, a very sound way to do that is limit the number of manufacturers and keep good control of that. But I, I feel like you need to couple that with home cultivation, and that's sort of the best of all worlds. Uh, you know, not, not, not thousands and, you know, uh, many, many, many manufacturers and, um, uh, and processors, uh, but, uh, you know, a limited number there. And then coupling that with home cultivation is a very interesting one-two punch for me. An argument for that is just, look, you need to, to give people access. And uh, I've really changed my tune over the last five years. Uh, it would be very interesting to hear myself talking now if I could flash forward from five years ago. <laughs> we all wish we could. <laughs> uh, so... Obviously, there's. Uh, we talked earlier about you really just understood the the benefits of cannabis within the medical profession. And uh, according to the website, uh, when we look at your bio, it talks about their solitary goal is to make Virio Health the safest, most reliable, and compassionate choice for the patients in all the st states where you operate. So, talk to me about um, the emphasis on compassion amongst what your company's doing. Yeah. Our core, one of our core values at Vireo is compassion, and this is laser-focused uh, on our patients. And, you know, I can give you so many different stories of just these amazing, transformative, uh, you know, life, uh, you know, changing uh, products that we've given people uh, from these children with these horrendous seizure disorders who have, you know, overnight 
uh, gone from you know, dozens of seizures a day to, to very limited seizure activity. Uh, I can give you stories of these individuals who've been on large doses of opioids for decades. And within weeks of starting cannabis, they're able to dramatically limit their opioid use or perhaps even discontinue it outright. So it's, you know, the, I have to tell you that this is um, the most meaningful just as a humanist, as a human being, the most meaningful undertaking that, that I could imagine. Uh, you know, you look at some of our underlying goals, we're looking to replace, replace opioids, we're looking to, to uh, replace alcohol, we're looking to replace or, or mitigate some harm with tobacco. Uh, there's just, there's so many amazing opportunities in the cannabis space that uh, align so well with uh, just kind of being a good humanist and, and, and looking out for a fellow man. Fantastic. Really great work. And I know, uh, we are working with you to go ahead and have you go ahead and join us in Miami for the United States Cannabis Confident Expo. Is there any kind of things that you're looking to, when it comes to whatever events you go ahead and get to appear at, and hopefully you will be with us in Miami, that's what we're looking to do. Uh, is there anything in particular that you're looking to do when you get the chance to outreach to, if it might be patients or other professionals? Um, talk about what you're looking to do. Yep. Always interested in talking to patients. That is um, when, you know, things can be chaotic in this space. There's no doubt. Uh, our default generally, and certainly my default, is to uh, read some of the patient reviews on Google or other places about Vireo. Uh, it's a good shot in the arm. So always interested in networking with patients. That's why we're doing this. Uh, we're also very interested in networking working with medical professionals. They're sort of the gatekeeper still for a lot of this uh, access for people. And then, you know, uh, another important uh, piece of networking is working with organizations or companies that are doing something new in the science realm. And so uh, encourage anybody with, uh, you know, be, be you a scientist who's, who's, who's working in your garage or a, uh, you know, CEO of a large, uh, you know, scientific facing cannabis uh, organization or company, uh, you know, reach out to us. There are so many synergies and you know, that's really our strength is to, to build on those synergies with, with other folks in the science space of cannabis. Totally agree. We need more people in the science space to help offer the clinical trials and really give, you know, uh, substantiated claims that are important to the industry so that when there is any kind of attack on the stigma that still lingers around this industry can be defended properly and can be and debunk any kind of myths or incorrect statements that are being put out there. So that's something that's very important. I totally agree. And hopefully more of those come more of those type of people come to you and others. So we can reach out and learn more about you at Vireo, V-I-R-E-O health.com. I also see that you co-authored a book, The Medical Cannabis Prior Primer for Healthcare Providers. That's wonderful. Uh, meantime, can you tell us, uh, take a minute to talk to our listeners about uh, what else we can do to learn more about what you're doing and, uh, you know, where was the best place to go and find you? Absolutely. Certainly the website, VireoHealth.com, is going to be very helpful. Uh, we are in the process of, of building uh, additional literature uh, that's, that's both patient-facing and uh, healthcare professional-facing. So uh, a word of caution on that book, it's a, it's a little bit outdated, frankly. Uh, I've got to be, uh, I've got to put that disclaimer in as a physician. Uh, so, you know, that was uh, years ago. Um, but, you know, we are, um, there's, there's, a lot of kind of uh, public information out there about what we're doing. We have a lot of research ongoing with partners and uh, we're just very optimistic about the future. Uh, you know, Vireo really is a different cat in this space and I'm immensely proud to be, uh, you know, be at the head of this, this amazing, amazing organization. And also I'm going to help it again. And also that you're also training on the CSE under the stock symbol VREO. 
So make sure you also check out for that. So Dr. Kingsley, thank you so much for being with us. Chief Executive Officer, Chairman of the Board of Area Health. Thanks for being us, with us here on the program. My pleasure. Thank you, Ari. Glad to have you. We're looking forward to hopefully having you in Miami. And all of you, thank you again for joining us here for the USCC Expo Experience. And of course, if you're looking to be a part of the event coming up August 34th in Miami, Florida, learn more at usccexpo.com. And please stay tuned to our next episode of the USCC Expo Experience here on Cannabis Radio. And of course, you can find the show wherever you find all your favorite podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.